From the depths of our nightmares to the haunting of the witching hour. We present to you Crazy Hexy Ghoul. I'm Kelly. And I'm Arlo. So come and join us as we obsess over ghosties and shit. Did you just say ghosties and shit? Hell yeah, I did. You guys, shit's about to get real. I'm Kelly. And I'm Arlo. And you're listening to Crazy, Crazy Hexy Cool. Right now it is kind of cloudy and stormy out. Okay, okay, wait, hold up. I just want to say you sound southern as fuck saying right now. Well, I didn't grow up in the south and a lot of my family did too. So I could have a bigger southern drawl if I really <laughs> wanted. I'm just saying. Me too. I think we should do the rest of this episode, but like a very southern drawl country. I okay. think we should. We yeah. we uh, boof on our hair, and then we become Dolly Parton's best friend. But I think Dolly's from Tennessee, but we're from Oklahoma, so. I think she is from Tennessee. We're, we're just, uh, we're going to be uh, Southern bumpkins. Yeah. I can't take myself seriously, and it's really hard to stay in this accent, because my, my uh, other accent, my normal one, wants to come out. It's in there. When it feels trapped. Yeah. When Rusty has his southern accent, <laughs> it's really Is it like a major turn on? No. <laughs> it's a turn off. No. So it's it's an ick for you. Uh-huh. It's a cringe. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a crunch. Yeah, when I do it too, it's also a crunch. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're stuck between that. Are we from the Midwest or are we from the South? And it really it's pretty rough. You it, know, because like no but I don't want to fucking be from the South. I mean, we are in the Bible Belt, so technically, I guess, yes. It sucks here. Please send help. We are trapped here. Yeah, we kind of are. It really sucks being... Uh, Surrounded by bigots. <laughs> yes. And I know recently, like, they're trying to ban uh, drag performers from performing, which is insane to me. I don't understand they're- why. All I want to say is that we love drag queens and forever and a day will always have a place in our hearts forever and ever and ever and ever. If you want to drag, drag, mm-hmm. slay, honey, drag away, wig, whatever, whatever you're trying to fucking do. Drag We're queens, here for it. Drag kings. Yep. Whatever you want to do. Oh, yeah. Pull my book. Yep. This podcast supports drag queens and kings and drag babies. We're here for it. We, we love you. We see it. you. We encourage it. We don't just support it. We uh, yeah. We love you. Should we get into this show? Should we actually start the show? The stuff that people want. We could. Or, you know, I love a good or and a butt. I love a good butt. I love a good butt, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, good butts are where it's at. Uh-huh. This episode is called Nurses Who Kill, Oath Revoked. Today we're talking about nurses who kill their patients. The concept of that sounds foreign and wrong, and albeit all murder is wrong. But a nurse's intent is to help aid in the recovery of their patients amongst so many things they did not sign up for and not to intentionally hurt or kill them. So I was blissfully unaware of how many nurses were causing harm or death to their patients, which is weird because of the Hippocratic Oath. For those who don't know, this updated oath was named after Florence Nightingale, who was considered the founder of modern nursing, and nurses pledged to uphold the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm, 
practice discretion, and be dedicated to their work as nurses. So I am going to read the first half of the oath. Are you ready? Are you here for it? I'm ready for it. The Nightingale Pledge, a Hippocratic Oath for Nurses. I solemnly pledge myself before God and in the presence of this assembly to pass my life in purity and to practice my profession faithfully. I will abstain from whatever... (laughs) 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 You got to leave that in there. Okay. I love you. I miss you. It's whatever. It's just, you know, I love how we can joke on the same level and it feels good. Uh-huh. I will abstain from whatever is deleterious and mischievous, and I will not take or knowingly administer any harmful drugs. The stories we're about to tell go against that entire statement. You ready, 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 ready? I'm ready. Ready, 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 ready. I'm going to read to you a few stories of nurses who broke that oath. It may be hard to hear, as some stories include the death of small children. So this episode comes with a trigger warning. And don't worry, I will let everyone know before that specific story. So you can skip ahead if you'd like. First up, we have Nurse Kimberly Clark Sains, also known as Kimberly Clark Fowler. She's from River City, Massachusetts, but moved to Lufkin, Texas in 2007. There, she took a job at DeVita Dialysis Clinic. For whatever reason, she got hired on there despite not having the best work ethic. She'd been fired from at least four different healthcare places, which to me is a gigantic red flag because, you know, nurses don't usually get fired like that. They tend to stay in one hospital for long periods of time. Like you have to do something really bad to get fired, you know? One of the hospitals fired her because they caught her stealing Demerol and she cheated on a drug test. She suffered from drug dependency and used stolen prescription medication. Again, in 2007, she was arrested for public intox and criminal trespassing. What a criminal. Oh my gosh. Yeah, her and her husband were like going through a divorce and I think she just broke into his house or something. I'm trying really hard not to go into the lives of these people because they are serial killers. You know what I'm saying? They're not good people. Not good people. No. And just because she's on drugs doesn't mean that you're going to do bad things just because you're on drugs. This is because she is mentally ill and you can't fix that. Nope. In the spring of 2008, Davidas Lufkin Clinic had an unusual spike in patients falling seriously ill during treatment. Paramedics were called to the clinic 30 times in April, and that's double the number of calls in the past year. One patient, Thelma Metcalf, had to go to the emergency room several times due to getting too much heparin blood thinner. Other patients were going into cardiac arrest. The spike in EMS calls was especially unusual since under normal conditions, dialysis patients rarely code. Mm -hmm. So like working in the medical field, we've called a few codes on dialysis, but I've been there five years and it's only been like maybe a couple of times. So it does. It rarely happens. So yeah. that's a huge red flag also. Yes, right? it is. After two patients, Selma Metcalf and Clara Strange, died of cardiac arrest on April 1st, Davida sent clinical coordinator Amy Clinton to the Lufkin Clinic. Despite Clinton's presence, the problems continued. Paramedics passed their concerns on to their superiors at the Lufkin Fire Department. A department official secretary wrote state health inspectors and asked them to investigate. 
Later in 2008, an investigation was done and a few patients came forward against Sains, stating they witnessed her draw a bleach solution into syringes. When Clinton confronted Sains, Sains said she was cleaning an unused dialysis machine and used a syringe to get a precise measurement, a method that was contrary to DeVita's corporate policy. The bucket Sains was using as well as the syringes tested positive for bleach. Holy shit. Oh yeah, it gets better. I mean, it gets worse, but you know what I mean. So police were called in and the clinic was shut down for two months. <laughs> oh my God, in my notes, I'm looking at my commentary and it says, ooh, she guilty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so they discovered that she had also Googled if bleach could kill someone. Girl. Okay, okay. I just want to point out, she's a nurse. How does she not know if bleach will kill someone? I'm not a nurse, and I know that like high amounts of bleach could actually kill somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it says do not swallow on the bottle. Uh-huh. I mean, it's Like a poison. giant red X, yes. It's toxic. Like, come it's on, girl. too basic. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Yep. It's just a lot of question marks and a lot of what the fucks She obviously happening. was not a good nurse on top of being yeah. a bad person. Right. According to one of Sane's co-workers, Candace Lakey, Sains had expressed dislike for a number of patients, all of whom either died or coded. Another co-worker, Sharon Dearman, recalled that Sains went on a cigarette break after tending to a patient and soon afterward the patient coded, but Sains refused to rush over to tend to her. At the time, little research had been done on how to detect bleach in blood. However, Mark Suchowski, an analytic chemist and bioterrorism expert, was developing a test for measuring chlorine exposure by measuring the presence of, oh lord, chlorotyrosine. Nope, chlorotyrosine. Okay, sure, yeah, that sounds good. An amino acid formed from exposure to chlorinating agents such as bleach. Angelina County officials contacted Suchowski, who tested several samples sent to him by investigators. Nine samples contained chlorotyrosine peaks that could only be explained by exposure to bleach. When the bleach entered the patient's bloodstream, it caused him to enter hemolysis. Hemolysis. Fudge. Hemolysis? Hemolysis. Enter hemolysis. Oh, God. I'm sorry to all the nurses out there who are listening. If any. Uh, my bad. It's a process in which the red blood cells explode and release iron. This leads to cardiac arrest and death. On March 31, 2012, an Angelina County jury convicted Sains of murdering five patients and injuring five others. Prosecutors sought the death penalty, but on April 2, 2012, Sains was sentenced to five concurrent terms of life imprisonment without the possibility of parole for the five murders, plus three consecutive 20-year sentences for aggravated assault. Holy shit. Yeah. Those five murder victims were Clara Strange, Thelma Metcalf, Garland Kelly, Cora Bryant, and Opal Few. And despite her only being convicted for five murderers, police believe that the number is closer to ten. Holy shit. Yeah. But five is what they could get her on. Yeah. Yeah. Five is what they could prove. Five is pretty much what they could get her for, and I think five was enough. Yeah. But you know what? What about the other families that they couldn't clarify that they had been murdered by this awful serial killer can you imagine just not being able to tell or to know no that oh my god 
you know, that, that makes me really sad for those families that just don't have the justice that they so deserve, you know? Yeah. This next story comes with a trigger warning. For the death of infants and small children, listener discretion is advised. This is the story of Janine Jones. Jones worked as a licensed vocational nurse, so an LVN, at the Bexar County Hospital, which is now the University Hospital of San Antonio, in the Pediatric Intensive Care Unit in 1970. She was reassigned to a pediatric clinic in Kerrville, Texas, after they discovered a statistically large amount of children that died under her care. It was there that she poisoned six children. The doctor in the office discovered two puncture marks and a bottle of succinoline. No, succinacholine. Suc- this is such a hard word to say. Sucks to be you. Just so- <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 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 Bad time. God, Kelly. Do you know what? Just finish your drink, okay? Just finish your salty, salty <laughs> drink. Uh- the doctor in the office discovered two puncture marks in a bottle of succinicoline. In the drugstore... Is that a rooster? <laughs> it sounded like a rooster outside. That's crazy. We're not... Oh, there it is again. We're not supposed to have those. <laughs> People have chickens and... Not in Tulsa. They're not supposed to. Well... Mm... It's illegal. <laughs> People do. I've seen some stuff. Uh-huh. They I've do. seen some cocks. I've definitely <laughs> seen some cocks, so... I bet you have. No, just... Girl. <laughs> Stop. Let's be professionals. <laughs> Are we ready to restart the story? Sorry. See, you know what? I just want to reiterate that every fucking episode that we do has some air, like some... Uh, they have sexual tones to them, sexual notes. I, you know, I just, it, it doesn't feel right without being a little, you know, 13-year-old boyish. Right. Right? Like that's how life is. That's how we bond. It's, it's exactly. It's how I bond with all my friends. Right. I mean, are we even friends if we can't make those <laughs> jokes? True. In the drug storage, where only she and Jones had access, contents of the apparently full bottle were later found to be heavily diluted with water, where it is estimated that only 20% of the vial's contents were succinicoline. Succinicoline is a powerful, short-acting paralytic that causes temporary paralysis of all skeletal muscles as well as those that control breathing. The drug is used as part of general anesthetic. A patient cannot breathe while under the influence of this drug. In small children, cardiac arrest is the ultimate result of deoxygenation due to the lack of respiration. Jones claimed she was trying to stimulate the creation of a pediatric intensive care unit in Kerrville. What the fuck does that mean? Those were like her words. She was trying to stimulate the creation. What? So she was trying, sounds like she was trying to make it an intensive care unit like by creating it, a problem. Yes. That's fucked up. I know. She was said to have done some really weird, strange things. Things such as using a saline syringe to squirt the sign of the cross over herself and the infants in her care. Singing to infant corpses while preparing them for the morgue and even ripping an infant's lifeless body out of the parent's arms and then running to the morgue with it herself. As of May 2016, Jones was held at the Lane Murray Unit of the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. She had been scheduled for mandatory release in 2018 due to a Texas law meant to prevent prison overcrowding. 
To avoid this, Jones was indicted on May 25th, 2017 for the murder of 11-month-old Joshua Sawyer. I hope she fucking rots in hell. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. th- that, that's a baby. That baby hasn't even learned how to walk yet. You just took a life just because you fucking wanted to. How fucking sad. I know. Oh, I know. That's why the, this one. I mean, all these stories are tragic. Right. But that just makes it so much worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the sad part is she has two kids. Oh, Jesus. How could you fucking do that? How could anyone do that? And, like, being a mom yourself, like, didn't even give a fucking shit? Obviously, she was, had something very, very wrong with yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Nico LaHood, Bexar County District Attorney, stated that additional charges could be filed in the deaths of other children. Due to the mandatory early release laws covering Jones's original conviction, she would otherwise have been released upon completion of a third of the original sentence. The new charges were filed to prevent her release. Thank you know what? Round of applause. Yes. And you know what? Even if she serves that time, she will have other cases. They will just keep on keeping her there because they're charging her one at a time. Yeah, she was. In 2018, they were going to release her and the prosecution was like, oh, hell no. The DA was like, not on my watch. Good. So then they're just pulling up cases as they need, need, which yes, 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 yes. The new charges were filed to prevent her release. In April 2018, a judge in San Antonio denied a request to dismiss five new murder indictments against Jones. On January 16, 2020, as part of a plea bargain in which four other charges were dropped, she was sentenced to life in prison. She will not be eligible for parole until she is roughly 87 years old. Hold up. She should not be eligible for parole ever. Mm-hmm. Ever, 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 ever. You took the life of a bunch of children. Yeah, that should so be death in prison. I wonder because I know some states it's been like twenty years since yeah. they killed a killed a person mm-hmm. um, on death row. The crazier part is that there are thousands of cases just like this where nurses are killing people of all age. Just yeah, fucking like how how. They, it's so many that they even have a TV show called, like, Nurses Who Kill. There's a podcast um, by Parcast called mm-hmm. Medical Murders. Yeah, there's several podcasts it's about really Nurses Who Kill mm-hmm. or just medical professionals yeah. who kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, scary. I did look up when the last person in Texas was killed, and it was mm-hmm. 2022. Was this in Texas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she probably should have been on death row. <sighs> I truly do not understand why she didn't get the death penalty. I really don't because this is the state of Texas, you know, and Mm -hmm. these Texas politicians go hard, you know, especially when it's taking the lives of children. You know, you've got very strong anti-abortion laws. Let's be real. That's not what Let's be honest. But when it comes to, you know, children, Texas, the death penalty, she should have got the death penalty. Yeah, she Sorry, hit all yeah. those boxes. They saw her as this nurse who... Lost her way. Lost her way. Gross. Her wayward, blah, blah, Gross. blah, blah. You know, women kill just as much as men do. Um, I, I don't know why society has put this... Not just as much, because um, in men... I, I can't back that have... up with facts. I'm sorry. Men men also have more, um, have different ways of killing too. That's true. But like for nurses, like women nurses who kill, Mm -hmm. kill more probably than male nurses. But there's also more women nurses in healthcare. Yep. I don't understand how people can be so callous and cruel and just take the lives. 
you know, do you remember Dr. Kevorkian? How everyone was like, he's the doctor of death, blah, blah, blah. But he was taking his his elderly patients and he was doing an assisted suicide in the 90s, 80s, 90s. And people saw that as like that he was just killing them. These patients were very open about wanting to die. Like he, they, from what I know is it was very consensual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So they made him seem like he was this cold blooded murderer, but he wasn't, he was just doing what they asked because these people were in a lot of pain. And I I know take no, do no harm. I know all of that. He had some, from what I understand, he had mm-hmm. some things that not just were controversial, but probably a little wrong with him, but not like this. This is completely different. Yeah, this is cold blood, yes. meticulous, like people didn't want to die out. here. No, they had a chance of living. I mean, these were children. Yeah, these children did not want to die. Right. I mean, and how could you live with yourself? You know, it'd be very interesting to dig more into her story. But then again, it's so hard for me to dig into these murders because I think they don't fucking deserve any kind of glory for anything. No, absolutely not. Are we going to wrap up this episode? Yeah. Part one. We're going to wrap it and wrap it up and put a bow on it. A little bow. Yeah. Like uh, address it it to the audience. From Arlo and Kelly to Ghosties. (laughs) <laughs> love you, love Santa from Santa. A little <laughs> gift for you. Uh, again, thank you guys for listening. And if you want to tell us any weird nurse stories or whatever you've experienced in your life, whatever it may be, email us at crazyhexagool at gmail dot com or slide into our DMs on Instagram because we have a an Instagram. What is it? Crazy Hexagool Podcast. Mm-hmm. And we also have one on TikTok. TikTok, yeah. Nice. We we don't really post a whole lot on TikTok, but not, I mean, not really, unless people want to see like our content and stuff. We could do Behind funny little scenes. videos. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. It's always so hard to end these things because I it just want to keep going. But we're about to do part two, so uh-huh. yeah. Tune in next week for tune in next week for part two. Who kill? Oh, revoked. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. That's like the worst fucking title i've ever made it's not i love it 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 is let's wrap it up okay i love you guys bye bye the music in this podcast is by the band the daddios this is kelly and i'm arlo and you're listening to crazy hexy ghoul we'll see you next time is this it is this the end Bye. Mm